Welcome. This is Karen Modakaitis, and you're listening to How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. Hello, my friend. It is summertime, and we are here. Have you been listening to the Wisdom Wednesdays? It just started this week, and it's my 12 week special in addition to this regular Friday podcast. So here's the thing. You have two things to do to make sure you don't miss it. One is make sure you're signed up for my emails and there's going to be a link in the show notes and you will receive the Wisdom Wednesday email every Wednesday to remind you of the show because let's face it, we all need reminders. I need them. <laughs> Maybe you're better than that for me, but I need reminders. The other thing is to make sure that you subscribe to the show via your podcast app. And again, there'll be a link in the show notes for that as well. That way you get that automatically put in there. Isn't it great? I love it like my DVRs that I just know that my show is going to be in the DVR and I don't have to think of any brain juice of when is it? Did I remember to record it or any of that? Do I you know, have to be home? It's just there. Same thing with these. They'll be there. You don't have to listen to it live, but they'll be there. And these Wisdom Wednesdays are from the shows that I've done over the last 12 and a half years. And really, they're more from the earlier years where I was doing interviews. And I wanted to bring them back to surface for you because they have great, fantastic information for you to hear. And who wants to go scrolling through 600 shows? So these are our Wisdom Wednesdays to bring a little bit of wisdom into your life each week. I'm very, very excited. Can't wait to hear what you think about it and go and leave a review in the iTunes. It's a great place to tell me what you've learned from this show. Okay, my friend, we're going to talk about one of my favorite things. My clients know all about this because I talk about it constantly when I'm talking about like time management, which I don't really like. I talk about capacity and energy. So instead of, you know, thinking about like the traditional time management and here's a spreadsheet and let's put it in, that didn't just work for me because I started running things like, well, here's a time block. I must fill it in. I must fill it in. Instead of like, what is my capacity? How much energy do I have during this period of the day, this time period of the week? And really paying attention to that because when I would just fill it in according to the time block, what usually got triggered was not enough time. There's not enough time and I am a failure. I can't get anything done. I don't have the skills. So instead of time management, I use two areas that I check in with. One is my energy. And I mean, how much energy do I have? Like, where is my brain the freshest? Where does it start to get tired? When am I most creative? And I've gotten to know over the last 10 years, the flow of my energy. And when I do stuff, when is a good time for me to do creative stuff? When is a good time for me to connect with people? When is a good time for me to do more introspective stuff? When is a time for me to coach? When am I at my best for these different activities? When's a good time for me to work out? So on and so forth. So that is the energy. And then the other is capacity. And I think of capacity as basically the cup 
you know, I love to drink coffee or I love my mason jars where I drink water out of throughout the day. And then when I'm coaching on the pool deck, I have these awesome 40 ounce hydro flasks that I love to drink. And so I carry those around because they're perfect, especially in the hot summer where I can keep my ice and I have cool drinks on the pool deck. So I think about capacity. I think in terms of liquids (laughs) and me drinking non-alcoholic stuff, but that's what I think of. So for me, the question that often gets asked, and it's been this way since I started the show, how does she really do it? Like, okay, how does Corinne really do it? Because I do have a lot going on in my life is I've built up capacity over time. And so there are some things that, again, I have that hydro flask, 40 ounces, where I have this massive capacity. And then there are some things, well, well, maybe more of a mason jar or a coffee cup, or it may just be a toddler's sippy cup, right? So I just know that about myself in the different arenas that I show up of what is my capacity, and a new thing for you may be like pint size mason jar versus my quart size mason jar. So the things that I've done over long periods of time, an example of this is right now I'm coaching, the, we have this group called the Big Monsters and they're five to eight and a half year olds. And I think my group is kind of like six and seven, I think a couple eight year olds. And I have actually I have some five-year-olds and I think about it. I've got this big monster group and I don't know how many kids, 15, 18 kids in the group of actually a wide range of abilities. And some of my assistant coaches have much smaller groups, but I can handle the energy of this larger group because I've built this capacity over time where I can effectively teach and coach each child to their level versus some of my coaches who it's harder for them to get all that feedback and see everything that's going on because their capacity is smaller. They may be more like the toddler sippy cup. And it's not that they don't understand swimming. It's just about learning how to manage little children. (laughs) Because there was a day I didn't think there was much management in little children, but there is and how to get them engaged and how to get them to buy in. So I have like my hydro flask, 40 ounces of capacity. That's what I have for coaching. And then when it's coming to like hosting a dinner party at my house, I don't even have a toddler size capacity. I can cook food for my family. But as soon as you have me start thinking about entertaining and having people over, like I get to a shot glass size of capacity. There's certain things that are really outside my element. And I really tax that. So just knowing that about yourself is really, really helpful. Because when you know what capacity you have, then you can think about this concept of utilization. And when you utilize is what are you making it practical and effective use of what you have? So an example of this was, I used to always have this idea when I was really young in my 20s, and maybe even younger than that in my teens of by the absolutely best of the best even though you may not be good enough to use it. And so I was buying a road bike at the time and I was with my sister-in-law and I was downtown buying a road bike at this fancy schmancy road bike place. And I was trying to figure out like what bike to buy and this and that. And cause I had all these hopes and dreams <laughs> to go and cycle. And I remember talking to my husband who, you know, used to, he used to ride and he, he did triathlons and, and he said, you know, one of the things that I learned was don't buy more of a bike than you have the capacity for that you can handle. And he, and I didn't really understand that. So I was like, no, you must buy the best. I was kind of in a bit of shame back then. It's like way to prove. And he's like, 
but you may not be a better cyclist than a $300 bike. Like learn how to ride that. And then once you get better, then, and again, remember this is 1995, 1996. So this is a long time ago. I don't know how much bikes cost now. And he said, why buy a $900 bike when you may not be a good enough rider for that right now? You can build up to that. And so that's another idea about this capacity thing is understanding where you are in this process and utilizing that to the max. And then once you've outgrown that, then you move up. Sometimes we're like, oh no, I just want to make sure that I never run out of this. (laughs) So therefore I'm going to get, you know, something that's way beyond my capacity. And I don't even have the ability to utilize 10% of that. So we want, there's nothing wrong with shot glass size or toddler sippy cup or pint size mason jar, or, you know, to build up to, we can continuously build up. That's really, really important. What I found is that as my clients and myself have built up our capacity, we then have a greater ability to utilize our new skill sets. We have a greater capacity to utilize our energy. And also we then become more effective. And so that's what's ideal about building this capacity and then utilizing that to its fullest. Instead of buying this huge capacity, if I bought like a $1,500 bike, but I was really a $300 rider, I feel like a failure all the time because this bike was more than I could even understand. And you can change that in with computer stuff, with iPhones. I mean, that's where I've even gotten better at uh, in terms of I didn't need the biggest and the best. I just needed to know what worked for me. What was the capacity that I wanted to have? So as I think about my capacity as a cup, and then it allows me to think about filling up my cup and also knowing and understanding as my cup is starting to get drained and near empty. And what do I need to do to refuel it? So that's why I love the metaphor of a cup or a mug or a hydro flask or a mason jar, whatever it is that you envision. I have various ones for the different things that I do. So I love this idea that I have this capacity and as I utilize things, it starts to go out. And then of course, by Thursday night, I may be tired or by Friday night, I may be wiped out. And what do I need to do to refuel it? It's not that I'm a failure. It's not that I've done something wrong. It's just that there's been a lot going out from this capacity that I have. And I also have been thinking a lot about how I may break my capacity. Um, Recently, I've made some growth decisions, (laughs) some choices that allowed for huge growth opportunities. And man, oh man, did I think my capacity was going to break. And I was really wondering, I was a little nervous. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I've always been that person of, well, how does Corinne really do it? She's got all this stuff going on. But I had some doubts. And I have to be honest, like there was a little bit of drama. Actually, there were some tears of, I may be breaking my capacity. And so fortunately, I was able to reach out to my support system, to my husband and to another friend. And my friend goes, you're not going to break your capacity. You may just bump it along. But I really had to think about that and know that what are the things, because I've done this work for so long, what are the things that I can do to help with that? So before I go into that, I want to talk about what are the things that break your capacity? And I'll give you some ideas and then you can further explore for yourself is that for me, breaking my capacity is typically done when I'm being in a frenzy, when I'm just, you know, moving around too much, like not being really focused, busy, busy, busy. And that's not great. Or if I'm in a panic, 
when I don't take care of myself. So that could be like sleeping, making sure that I eat, you know, making sure that the things that are really important to me are getting done, you know, moving, all that kind of stuff. Then the other part of breaking my capacity is when I allow myself to indulge in the drama because there's uncertainty. And you hear me talk about this all the time, vulnerabilities, uncertainty, emotional exposure, and risk. I still don't like uncertainty, but instead of sitting in the space, rest rehearsing tragedy, which I can be so good at, is about saying, okay, I know this can happen and let me commit to the best case scenario and then manage risk. So one of the things that happens is that, yeah, I was concerned and I had tears, like, am I breaking my capacity? And I wondered about that. Notice how I say I wondered about that. And then from there, I stopped the indulging and I started questioning and looking what is working, what is not working, what do I need more of? And that really came back to is how was I taking care of myself? Because while my capacity could be big, I was really draining the energy inside of me. And I needed to fill back up because I wasn't giving myself that because I was in a bit of a frenzy. So the good news is I didn't break my capacity. I did grow it. And I did have to get really deliberate about the energy I use and the time. And I didn't actually reduce the working that I was doing, but I made sure that I slept and I made sure I took care of myself. And most importantly, I really made sure I managed my mind because there was one night I woke up at 2.30 in the morning because of some stress and struggled with that. And I just took care of myself. I didn't argue with myself about this shouldn't be happening or I'm too busy and I don't have time for this. I just got up after a little bit and I went and read for a little bit and then I went back to bed. So that is how I was able to manage that and then still go on and have capacity through the day. So now I want you to think about you. Are you ready to build your capacity? And the first place I want you to start or invite you to start is first own what is your capacity? Is it a pint jar? Is it a quart? Or maybe a taller sippy cup or a shot glass? It's all okay, right? It is absolutely okay. There's nothing wrong. You start there and then as you practice, as you do it, it's going to grow. Really, that's what happens. I didn't end up at this 40 ounce hydro flask overnight, especially for coaching the monsters. It's something that has grown over time in my capacity and my, and some people call it bandwidth, but I love the word capacity because it just works for me. And then after you own what your current capacity is, the next question to ask yourself is, are you utilizing the space you have within your capacity? Are you, even if it's a shot glass, are you using the whole shot glass? Or are you only using 3%? And then if that's the case, instead of growing the capacity, use all of the capacity you have there and then work on growing. So start there, start with using the capacity that you have, utilize it, no need to grow bigger until that's maxed out. And then you start to work it like a muscle. Once it gets maxed out, this is what happened this year for me is I was going through this. I made some very deliberate choices that was going to grow my capacity and <laughs> it's uncomfortable. Like if you've ever been in a weight room or if you've did a hardcore swimming set where you're really increasing your capacity, it doesn't feel good. It's uncomfortable. It's painful. It's not the yippy skippy. It's, oh, I can't wait till this is over so I could do my favorite part of practice, the warm down. But you build it like a muscle. And here's the thing, my friend, 
The more that you can do this without the drama in your brain, the less painful it will be. If you just accept that, of course, it's going to be difficult. Of course, there's going to be tension and it's not numbing it down. It's not stockpiling and pushing down what you're feeling. Like I said, I had tears, but as I was going through in this expansion of my own capacity, I had some tears and I had some questions, but it was really less drama than I used to have 15 or 20 years ago when it was really more of a utilization issue than a capacity issue. And so now I realize that it's like I let out some of that. There's relief in crying. There's relief in having to have somebody to talk to who can hear what you have to say and be on your support team. And then There's relief in taking care of myself so that I can get back up the next day and be brave and show up. So pay attention as you grow your capacity, check in, you know, are you in the place where you're going to break it? Are you just throwing around that mason jar? Cause that will break. Are you so frenzied that it's going to fall out of your hand? Those are just metaphors for what we're experiencing in our life. So capacity is a way for you to manage your energy. And when you can manage your energy, you actually use your time well. So this is just a different form of time management. It's my favorite form. You get to decide for yourself. Notice when your energy is flowing and notice when it is limited. Notice what fills your capacity up and notice what drains it. And when I'm saying what, it could also be who. Who are the people with the energy that when they show up, it just feels good and you collect some of their great energy and notice who are the people that drain your energy. There's no need to argue or judge any of this for yourself. It's just about noticing and learning for yourself. And then my friend, go out and use your capacity to the fullest and refuel. All right. I can't wait to see your iTunes review go leave a review. There's a link in the show notes. Let me know what you've learned from this show. I'm looking forward to hearing from you and I'm smiling big for you. On a lake, she is dreaming. She is drifting. Never been so wild.